Welcome to Woke and Wired, a new conversation about expanded consciousness and entrepreneurship. We are here to shift the paradigm of business and marketing and social media in this digital age of infinite possibility and bridge our inner technology, our intuition with outer technology through rituals, personal development tools, conscious business practices, spiritual tools, and the magical tool of social media. I am your host, Xenia, storyteller, conscious social media teacher, speaker, and a multidimensional traveler. Welcome to the new paradigm. Welcome back to the Woken Wired podcast. This month, we are talking all about consciousness-expanding medicines, plant medicines, and altered states. This week, I have such a special conversation that I'm honored to share with you. My guest is Rebecca Naylor, an energy medicine practitioner working with a spectrum of healing modalities, including indigenous ancestral medicines and shamanic energy healing. She assists people towards unlocking their highest potential and fullest power by reclaiming and deepening their physical, emotional, and spiritual health through sacred medicine ceremonies, guided shamanic journeys, luminous energy work, space energy healing, rites of passage ceremonies, and integration coaching. She's a certified practitioner of Cambo Medicine with the International Association with Cambo Practitioners. She's also an energy medicine practitioner trained under Lotus Energy and licensed interior designer. She has a holistic healing practice based in Austin, Texas, and offers individual and group healing work, spiritual retreats, and events. I met Rebecca as she was one of the participants of the Conscious Social Media Program last winter, and being in Rebecca's presence just gives you a glimpse into what it's like to share space with those who are drawn to be in that experience. The program is opening up to start on October 12, 2020. So if you're listening to this before then and are called to join, you can find all the details on ConsciousSocialMediaMethod.com. In this episode, Rebecca talked all about combo medicine, about trusting and surrendering on your path, about combo as an alternative healing treatment for autoimmune conditions, what is Cambo and where does it come from? What it has to do with hunting magic? What a Cambo experience is like? And Rebecca's story of transitioning from interior design to shamanic medicine work. We talk about the conscious evolution of the planet and connecting to your own inner shaman. We didn't get to talk about this on the episode, but later on, Rebecca and I had another extended conversation over email about Cambo. And one of the things I wanted to bring up and make sure that you're aware of is that unlike a lot of other plant medicines, Cambo is actually not a scheduled substance because it's not psychoactive or psychedelic. So when you experience it, you do not trip. It does create an altered state of consciousness during the 20-30 minutes the medicine is active on the body, according to Rebecca. However, this altered state of consciousness would never be considered a recreational use because of its detoxifying properties. 
Tambo is very new to the Western world, and we are truly in pioneer days with using this medicine in the West as a healing modality. All of this is according to Rebecca. So that's another reason why safety and ethical sourcing is so important in order to protect the legality of it. This is the whole reason why the IAKP was formed to train Westerners to treat this powerful sacred medicine with reverence and safety and sharing it with those that feel called to receive it. Make sure you listen to the very end as in the outro to this episode, I share additional information that Rebecca shared with me later about safely choosing your camo practitioner should you be called to take that route. If you haven't yet listened to episode 122 with Paul Austin about intuition, creativity, and microdosing, make sure that you catch up. It was such a fantastic way to kick off this special month on Woken Wired. And in the meantime, here's Rebecca Naylor. Right, Rebecca, I am so excited to welcome you to Woken Wired, our Consciousness Expanding Medicines Month. I've been playing around with what to call this month where we share about plant medicines and psychedelics. And our little conversation we had off the record just gave me clarity. So thank you for that. I'm so excited to speak with you. Oh, I'm so excited to speak with you today, Ksenia. Thank you so much for co-creating this space. It's such a blessing. So a card that I pulled as we were talking before the recording, is the healer. It's got a snake on it, and it represents the cycle of birth, death, and rebirth. Did I say that right? Yeah, yeah, that's what I was picking up on it. And the intention that came through was to hold this as a safe space for you to share your story of stepping into your medicine and your gifts and working with other medicine outside of yourself as a conduit for your own magic to give some space and confidence and ease to others who might be called to pursue a life of a healer in this digital age. So thank you for coming on and sharing your story. And I'm going to just start by reading your Instagram bio as you may have expected. And your Instagram is at Mystic Radiance, Rebecca Radiance Energy, IAKP Certified Cambo Practitioner, Founder of Cambo Spirit Path, Shamanic Medicine Healer, Spiritual Life Coach, Quantum Energy Healer, Alive OS Mentor. So, so much magic in there. What is it that you do on a day-to-day basis? Yeah, that's a great question. I mean, really, it's this life is so magical in that my day-to-day existence is really it's a a constant communication and exchange with the energy world. The energy world that is that is all around us and that we are a part of. Um and yeah, I I mean a lot of my day is spent doing medicine work and holding sacred containers for people to go deep into their own healing process with Cambo medicine. Sometimes it's also doing spiritual guidance sessions with people. And and really, those 
are also so incredible because this is where people really get to meet and learn their inner shaman. And we all have an inner shaman. And uh, that's really what comes out in these experiences. And, um, and then it's also guiding people through things like soul retrieval, past life regression processes, hook and cord and webbing attachment releases, energetic hygiene, womb trauma release, and also connecting your your womb or your lower dantian to your heart, connecting your power and your love. And and then in between all of that, I'm also a wife and a daughter that takes care of my father. <laughs> and I am a nature spirit and a multidimensional traveler. And yeah, all of that. Okay. We have we all have an inner shaman is going to be a quote that you can find on Instagram at Woken Wired that will be widely shared because that's a concept that is so important. And I love that you brought it back to that because we all have that inner wisdom and sometimes it does take those external guides or medicines to help us reconnect to what's already inside. So what I want to get into is how did you get into all of this work? Because you, I mean, we all are born shamans, but it takes us a journey to realize that. So what was your journey to doing what you do? Yes, well, you know, I think we can all see our life experiences sometimes as shamanic initiations, right? And so I, you know, I had the blessing of growing up in a very, almost like a mythical, beautiful place, a village in the Texas Hill Country that's beautiful forests and rivers. And I spent a lot of my time as a child really connecting to the nature spirits and having a very multidimensional existence, even though I didn't know that that's what it was at the time, because as a child, you don't know any anything that's different. And yeah, but I also, you know, I incarnated into a family that had some dense karma and the souls that really come in to, to be cracked open, to hold a lot of light sometimes do this. And my soul was definitely one of them. And so through a series of different, you know, life experience and childhood experiences, you know, children were so open psychically and clairvoyantly and, and spiritually, I had really connected to this aspect of myself up until I was about a teenager. And then I started to shut it down because I realized, you know, that that's not what everyone else was, was doing or talking about. And then, yeah, I went through my life, like always knowing that I wanted to, to really have the ability to help people in some way. And through me, the messages that I was always receiving from spirit were creating space for people and creating architecture for people. And so from a very young age, I knew that I wanted to be an architect or I wanted to be an interior designer because I saw how spaces really impacted people's energy. And, you know, holding this, this iron resolve and this mission, I really set out to, I wanted to be a change maker in the design industry and bring in sacred geometry and geomancy and biogeometry and also sustainable design, but taking it to the next level where, you know, it's more giving back to the earth rather than even conserving resources. And so I 
led a really successful career in the design industry where I worked my way up to a leadership level and really enjoyed it and really found a lot of fulfillment. But through another shamanic initiation with actually losing my mother in a very tragic way, it really propelled me into doing some deep trauma healing with my relationship with her. And that really didn't, we didn't have a chance to resolve it before she passed. And so when she did pass, it opened me up psychically again. And I started communicating with her and I started having very multidimensional experiences where I was, you know, having conversations with her where she was coming into my dreams and we were doing this healing work together. And she actually led me towards working with ayahuasca. And when I started working with ayahuasca, you know, these, these medicines, they come here to teach us our multidimensionality. They help us to remember our multidimensionality. And then we, through this remembrance, we also remember that we are the medicine that we seek. And that is exactly what happened to me. I, you know, really saw my own medicine and I, you know, started opening up and having a reawakening. And then very shortly after I started working with ayahuasca, that's when Cambo came into my life. And Cambo came at a time where I really needed it the most. Through all of my work in the corporate world, I really hadn't been taking care of my of my body vehicle. I was really pushing myself a lot and in a very, you know, more masculine energetic work workspace. And so I had manifested all of these illnesses in my body from really not taking care of it in the best way. And so Campo came in at a time where, I, I mean, I truly, I say this all the time, you know, to my clients, Campo really saved my life in many ways. I had autoimmune conditions. I had thyroid disease and Epstein-Barr virus and candida overgrowth. And I had started working with a functional medicine doctor who is amazing, but she also was, she was giving me some holistic treatment options, but also some prescription medication options. And it really wasn't the path that I wanted to take. And so Cambo, when I started learning more about its healing capability and that it helps people you know, it it empowers people on a journey with autoimmune disorder. It kills candida. It balances hormones. And so, you know, issues like thyroid disease and conditions like thyroid disease um, can be improved. And, and it also kills viruses. It's an antiviral medicine. And so it really empowered me to take control of my own health. And I think that that's what brings so many people to working with Cambo. And I know for a lot of the people that sit with me, they have, you know, been let down in some ways by the Western medical system and they're looking for alternative healing treatments. And Campbell becomes a very powerful ally on their journey. And even for the people that, you know, aren't even coming to work with Campbell for the spiritual aspects of it, it starts to wake it starts to wake them up. And then they Again, these medicines are here to teach us about our multidimensionality. And so it really starts to open people up to all of the possibilities of this incredible universe that we live in and them knowing that they're a part of it. Such a potent 
thing that you just brought into the conversation of we often think we are coming to a medicine, an experience, or a teacher for something specific. In my experience, it's always like that. But then what ends up arising when we truly show up with our hearts and presence is a healing of a completely different side of ourselves and our lives that we could have never predicted. So it's so beautiful that you mentioned that some people come specifically for physical reasons to address those and come out with spiritual shifts. Yes, absolutely. I see it happen all the time. And, you know, these medicines, they're, you know, they're spirit medicines. And so they start working with people in this metaphysical way before they even start working with the medicine. And so a lot of these people that do come for you know, just purely physical healing, they'll start to tell me when we're having our preparation discussion and our intention setting that all of these mystical things started happening to them. And they're not even in tune with the spirit world, but that they're starting to see, you know, all of these things that don't really seem like they could be totally coincidences. And so the frog, you know, it brings its magic to people's lives in this way. It starts really sending these little synchronicities that the tribes that work with Kembo, they say that this medicine brings you luck, the luck of the frog. And so people will start having frogs showing up like physically in their life, sometimes in their dreams. And then, yeah, just all sorts of synchronicities and magic start lining up, like really the universe showing people that they're, that they're flowing in the right direction. And yeah, it's, it's always so beautiful to hear and witness. I haven't yet had a personal experience with Cambo, but I have had experience with the desert toad, the 5MAO DMT. And I remember as soon as I signed up, I was walking down a street that I don't normally take in New York City. And there was a huge frog statue on that street. <laughs> <laughs> and it was just so clear. It's like the universe is winking at you totally. when you take action on those intuitive hits. So. Before we get any deeper into that, what is Cambo? How does it work? What is the tradition? And disclaimer, it's fully legal, as Rebecca, you just told me. So tell us everything about Cambo. Yeah, absolutely. I'm so honored to be an instrument for sharing the frog's love with your audience, Ksenia. Thank you. Yeah, Cambo, it's, a, it's an ancestral medicine that comes from a giant monkey tree frog in the upper Amazon rainforest. And it has been used for centuries, you know, going back thousands and thousands of years by the indigenous tribes that that live in the upper Peruvian and upper Brazilian Amazon rainforest. And so Cambo itself, it is a secretion that actually comes from the glands on the side of the neck of this beautiful frog. And the Cambo frogs, they're actually quite large and they're really bright green. They're called the the waxy monkey tree frog, and so their skin is very waxy. And so the secretions that come from this frog, they have been used for healing for thousands of years. And so the tribes that that have worked with the medicines, they use it for several different things. One of them is what they call hunting magic. And so before the men in the tribe are going to go for a big hunt, sometimes early that morning or the night before, they will take Cambo, and Cambo gives them all of this strength and clarity and almost, you know, 
it invokes like this almost supernatural quality within humans where you are faster, you're sharper, all of your cognitive abilities are enhanced and heightened. And so this makes them better hunger or hunters. And it also helps them stave off hunger and thirst so that they don't have to bring as much food or water with them into the jungle for the hunt. And it also strangely, it helps people release human smell so that when they do go into the jungle, the animals can't smell them. And so it has this cloaking quality. And the the Campbell frog is actually, of all of the amphibians in the jungle, it has no known natural predators. And so the spirit of this medicine is also said to protect people from um, any sort of predatory energy, which is quite beautiful. And so um, some other things that they work for this medicine with is it's called vaccina de floresta. So this is their vaccine of the forest, the vaccine of the jungle. And it is in the entire pharmacopoeia of the Amazon rainforest with all of the medicinal plants and animal spirit medicines. It is their, their master healer for people with malaria or a snake bite or serious illnesses. And Cambo, it boosts the immune system. So that's why they call it their vaccine. And it also has this incredible cocktail of peptides that have this magnificent ability to to create healing experiences within the human body. And so the peptides, they do everything from killing or balancing inflammation, killing parasites. It's a natural antibiotic. And so it kills all of the bad bacteria in the body and leaves only the good bacteria. It's also powerful for killing any funguses that are in the body that are causing things like candida overgrowth, which so many people have and they don't even really realize it. I would say a lot of people that sit with me, they they really they suffer from brain fog and chronic fatigue. And a lot of this can be caused by candida. And then it's also a natural pain reliever. It has a a natural way of binding to our opioid receptors and actually helping people with pain in a sustained way, like for four to six weeks, where I have a lot of people that also sit with me that are able to get off of, you know, prescription opiates. And the beautiful thing about Cambo is that it's not addictive and the body doesn't get addicted to it. And also all of the the side effects of using a pharmaceutical opiate, it doesn't have any of those. And so all of the cognitive impairment and the deterioration of the body. But Cambo also has an incredible ability to to help people with their energy healing. And so that's another way that the tribes work with this. They say when a person has dark or stuck energy around them, like they have the blues or they're just having like a series of events that seem like bad luck or they just can't get out of repetitive thought loops, that this person is surrounded with a dark cloud that they call Panema. And so when someone has this, they give them Cambo to release the Panema. And so in our Western society, how this really translates is because our lives are so different from the people in the tribes. You know, so many people are suffering from, you know, depression and anxiety and stress and, you know, really a lot of cognitive overload from everything that's happening in our world right now. And there are neuropeptides in Cambo 
that actually work as neuromodulators. And so they, they change the behavior of your hormones in a really beneficial and healing way. And so they heal the endocrine system. It brings the endocrine system back into balance. Um, it actually works with your own neurotransmitters and it helps to create new neural networks. So this is how people create new thought patterns, new behaviors. They break addictions, not just addictions to substances, but addictions to thoughts and, you know, foods and even stress hormones because you can get addicted to those as well. Um, and then it also, it really, it empowers people to become resistance to stress and anxiety and depression. And it just completely opens up people's ability to create new connections. And that is really how this medicine helps people expand their consciousness and that you're creating these new neural networks that help you bridge together these ideas that you wouldn't have normally been able to put together before. And I almost see it as like, you know, this frog, it's arboreal and it's, it makes this beautiful multidimensional journey through its life where it starts in the aquatic realm and then it moves up into the terrestrial realm and then it goes into the arboreal realm where, you know, that could be seen as even from a shamanic perspective going through the three worlds. And so people's experience with Cambo can sometimes be like this, this shamanic journey where you're facing your deepest fears and then you're, you're moving through those and you're learning how to surrender and then on the other side, you're above it all and you're like the frog looking down from the canopy at the top of the rainforest down on everything else. And you're seeing everything from that higher level perspective rather than being down below and not being able to see the light through the trees. And yeah, so this medicine, it helps to really change people's energy and it moves a lot of energy in the body. There's a lot of purging involved. So the entire process is... Yeah, so before we yeah. get into the process, I have to pause you and say, I feel almost hypnotized. I feel like I'm sitting in this potent medicine circle with you, and it's like you're transmitting the medicine. And I firmly believe that it work, works like that. Sometimes we don't even have to take the medicine on the physical level to experience its medicine in the energetic level. And I honestly, I'm sitting here and I feel things moving in me. Has that happened before? All the time. This is actually something that I guide people through quite often is how to connect with the consciousness and the spirit of these medicines without even taking them. Because sometimes when you are able to connect with the consciousness of them, I mean, they everything is quantum, right? And we're connected to everything. And so when we ask these medicines with loving intention, if we can connect with their consciousness to receive their wisdom, this is the wisdom of the earth. And she wants to speak through, she wants to speak through us. And so I find that with loving intention, when you connect with these medicines, they always have messages of love to share. And so I'm so glad that you brought that into this conversation. How would you thank the frog? How would I thank the frog? How, yeah, is there like a words or a prayer that you say? Oh, I mean, I'm I'm thinking the frog all day long. <laughs> <laughs> the frog is my it is my guide. It has, you know, it's been my guru in some ways and the frog really demands the best of me, right? Because I I am an instrument for 
for the spirit of this medicine to work through and you know i just have to get myself out of the way so that it can so that it can do its work to bless people and you know through that knowing that i'm an instrument you know this has completely rearranged my life and i always say that the frog hijacked my life in the best way possible <laughs> because you know i have to be very diligent and disciplined about managing my energy and you know just being very careful with everything right like how i treat my body and so you know i'm very conscious of everything i put into my body i'm very conscious of of everything that i take in through my eyes because the eyes are the windows to our soul and um i'm conscious around you know my energy around other people and all of this is so i can be a finely tuned instrument to really show up for people however they're needing me to show up that day because you know we're going into really helping people bring their deepest fears and their deepest desires of what they're wanting to let go to the surface and letting this beautiful, powerful medicine help them release it. And so it's some really powerful experiences. And, and again, like I said, like I just have to, to get, Re Rebecca has to get out of the way <laughs> for that to come through. And, um, uh, you know, I'm there to really hold a strong and loving container and, it's a multidimensional experience too, because, you know, I'm co-creating with that person's energy and what they're feeding to me and what they're giving me. I'm creating a protective container for us for, you know, the, the highest level of love and compassion to shine through in you know, all of our expressions and for them also being open to receiving that love from me and the frog. And then as they are going through the medicine process, I'm also, you know, tuning into what they're needing energetically and spirit and the frog just moves through me, the songs, the prayers, the ikros, anything that needs to come through to help them get through wherever they're at in their process. And so um, to how I say thank you to the frog is it's just, it's a constant thank you. It's a thank you and a gratitude for the blessings of being able to, to be in this life, to be in this world and to know that. I am connected to all that is and that, you know, all of this work that we're doing, it's all to uplift each other. And really, you know, as every person heals themselves, we are all truly heal healing the world. It's all connected. Yes, to everything. And before we move into how the process actually works, I want to point out Number one, what you mentioned about holding a container, it's such a powerful concept to implement. For all of my programs, I do the same. I create these, I weave these energetic containers and I hold the space, whether that's a five-day free challenge that I'm running or a paid program. But it's something that once you step into, it really becomes something that's outside of you and bigger than you and requires us to constantly retune in into what's in front of us versus what words were spoken. So I totally understand and hear what you're saying in that realm. Yeah, containers are a living entity of their own, right? And it's all about the the energy and the intention that you feed into it. And I love that you brought that into this conversation and taking your conscious social media course earlier this year, I felt all of that intention 
every time we met for our circles and also through all of the beautiful work and the lessons that you put together. And so I'm just so grateful that you you bring that level of intention and knowing that your energy is is a part of co-creating the energetic expression of everything that happens within that course. And I think that that's why I was also just, I know that that's why I was so drawn to working with you. Yes, I feel all of that in what you put out there in the digital realms. It's such an interesting concept with this quantum work that works in multiple dimensions. We're really in this universe where the paradigm is changing from very three-dimensional, very masculine, very rule-oriented to very intuitive, very alive, very present. And, you know, with your, I was just telling you earlier about one of your Instagram posts. It's just a video of you looking at the camera wearing this magical goddess outfit. And you're not even saying any words, but I felt the energetic transmission and I had the goosebumps and that's just how it works. And I think that's the new paradigm of business and clients and partners and collaborators is lives in that realm. Absolutely. Yeah. I, a lot of the work that I do, you know, once you start getting into working with these medicines, like I said, your multidimensional awareness and your experience completely opens up and changes. And so over the years, a lot of my experience is very multidimensional. And so, you know, for a big part of the day, sometimes, you know, if I'm not doing medicine work or having a energy healing session with someone, I'm listening to to the earth. I'm anchoring in the grids and I'm doing grid work and I'm I'm really calling in any frequencies that are meant to be shared and transmitted for the highest good of all beings. And so sometimes, yeah, I'll just get these like blasts of channeled energy from the divine. And there are sometimes no words. Sometimes it's just reflecting that into the noosphere of social media. And I'm so grateful that that you received it. And, and that is my whole intention with that is putting it out there, knowing that the souls that are meant to receive those transmissions of love, they will receive it. Throughout this episode, Rebecca and I keep referencing the Conscious Social Media Program, my signature eight-week experience where I create the space for you to merge your inner tech intuition with outer tech social media so that you can allow your medicine to be seen in the world. Rebecca was one of the participants of the program and it just gives you a glimpse into the kinds of people that are attracted to this work. People who are open to seeing marketing and social media and business from a whole new paradigm perspective where we don't have to fit our multidimensional selves into the old 3D ways of building business and making money. So if you're ready to get clear on your message and know exactly how to translate it into the digital realm, share your unique medicine with the world, let go of all the old paradigm stories that keep you small, take your brand to the next level without spending all day on social media, be seen as an authority in your niche, and monetize your online presence in a way that elevates everyone involved, the program is for you. Even if it's just one of those things that spoke to you, 
that's the right place for you and you can use it as an incubator in a supportive environment where myself and other participants will see you in your highest self and I will provide all the tools you need to lovingly guide you to that next iteration of who you are and how you show up online. If it feels a little bit scary, you're in the right place. If this feels aligned in your heart, I invite you to go to ConsciousSocialMediaMethod.com slash program and join the program that starts on October 12, 2020. Just so you know, I don't know the next time I will be running this program live and the price has gone up every single time I've launched it. So if you have been considering it, now is the time. All right, we're going to loop back to the digital part of the conversation, but for now, I want to dive right back into what the experience is like. I'm so curious on a personal level, and I know that everyone listening is as well. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, so Cambo, it's called an ordeal medicine, and that this is not something that someone would want to do regularly for fun, right? <laughs> it can be very challenging. And it really, it demands, again, it demands the surrender and the experience itself. It's also quite quick. Having the medicine on is usually people are going through a process that lasts anywhere from 20 to 30 minutes, sometimes a little bit longer. But what I mean by an ordeal medicine is that this is a purgative medicine and it's a ceremonial cleansing medicine. And so, the experience is people drink a, a large measured amount of water before the medicine is put on. And the water really is the, the vehicle that allows the medicine to, to help people release the toxins that the medicine is releasing. And so Cambo, it's a multidimensional medicine in that it, it's a detoxification. And so Cambo, the peptides in Cambo, they go into your cells. They, it's taken in through the lymphatic system. So to receive the medicine, the top surface layer of the skin is, is burned. It's slightly burned like a blister. It's a superficial burn to reveal the lymphatic tissue below. And so the medicine goes in through the lymphatic system and it's cleansing all of your lymphatic cleansing organs, like your gallbladder, your liver, your spleen, your pancreas, and your gallbladder. Before it's applied, is it usually done one-on-one -on -one or in a circle? And are there any steps that are followed before you sit down in a ceremony? Is there an intention sharing or anything of that sort? Absolutely. Yeah, the work that I do with this medicine, the way that I was initiated with this medicine, it was not a whole lot of preparation. I had done my own research, but the person that I sat with, they didn't really prepare me a lot. And so that was, that was a good lesson for me to know that when I decided to become a, a carrier of this medicine, I really wanted to create a container for people to receive a deep therapeutic healing experience with this medicine. And so on the front end, a lot of intention is put into a person's experience with this work. And so we'll sometimes have a phone call where we talk about their intention. We'll talk about what they're wanting to, to work with the medicine for, whether it's physical, emotional, spiritual, energetic, or all of the above. 
And then I will also guide them through, you know, how to really prepare their body vehicle to receive maximum benefits from this medicine. I'll take them through a questionnaire of really diving deep into their medical, their emotional history, so that we can also make sure that it's safe for them to receive this medicine, because Cambo is not safe for everyone to receive. And how do you prepare your body? You prepare your body by really cleansing it energetically as much as possible before sitting with the medicine. With this being an energy medicine, you know, I think of our bodies like these electrical conduits, right? And so we want to clean out our electrical conduit as much as possible. And so it's eating really clean, removing processed foods, sugars, alcohols, red meats, dairy, and all of those things just carry a lot of density. And that density can make it more difficult for the medicine to move around easily in the body. And so the whole idea is to have the body primed energetically so that the medicine can just get straight to work. All right. So after the person has been briefed on the protocol of cleansing the body, they've had the conversation with you, crystallized their intention, They, you come and meet with them. Is it usually a group or do you do more one-on-ones? I do both, actually. So I love holding both private containers for people. Sometimes these are, you know, rite of passage or initiation ceremonies that they've created for themselves, knowing that in the Western world, you know, a lot of people have missed this aspect of our life that we don't have a lot of ritual and ceremony. Um, I also do a lot of group healing events and also ceremonies. And I also host retreats and had hosted a retreat earlier this year before the lockdown happened, but I'm excited that I'm going to be hosting some retreats next year. But yeah, um, when someone arrives, they they will have fasted for at least eight to 12 hours. And this is again, so that their body vehicle is really clean. And then it's also really important to have an empty stomach before sitting with Kembo because they are going to be purging quite a bit. And so you drink a large measured amount of water to help with the purging process that Cambo induces. Um, but yeah, when people sit with me for a ceremony, again, like I really, I love creating a container where this is like a therapeutic and a shamanic experience. And I'm really there just to be the mirror for people to witness their own medicine that they come into these ceremonies with. And so the conversations that we'll have, you know, I'm taking a lot of care into bringing anything up to the surface for them that is really calling for healing and inviting them to go as deep as they want to go. And sometimes people don't even know how deep they're ready to go, but you know, the spirit of this medicine has a way of bringing it up. And if I'm working with someone that has worked with this medicine before, people their first time, they receive a, a basic, a beginner's treatment. But after that, I'm also trained in doing advanced treatments with people where I work with the traditional Chinese medicine acupuncture points, so the meridian points, the chakra system, and even auricular ear therapy cambo. Um, and so the really beautiful thing about this and the exciting thing about this is that this is kind of taking it, you know, this is bridging the Western and the Eastern, as well as the indigenous tradition of this medicine, the Western Eastern world and this and the indigenous practices. And so by really targeting the medicine in an area of the body where emotions may be stuck or where physical ailments might be really persistent and chronic just based on that conversation that I have with a person and using my intuition and also reading their energy, we're really able to co-create together a treatment plan that's going to bring them the most benefit at that time. And so 
really beautiful to witness. Yeah, all the magic that really comes from that. And so once it's applied, what does the person who is receiving feel or see? Do they see visions? Is it is there conversations that happen? How does it usually show up? So this medicine when it's placed on it's it's a really powerful energy medicine and it's also a consciousness medicine. And for people that have worked with plant spirit medicines and you've been able to connect with the consciousness of the plants, well, Cambo is an animal spirit medicine and we're animals. And so we're able to connect with the consciousness of this medicine very quickly. And so the way that that translates into the experience is you'll really sense the, this intelligence. These frogs are highly intelligent and you'll sense their consciousness scanning your body and it's this energy moving through your body. And what the Cambo frog is always doing is it's sensing where things are the most out of harmony. And so it's going to go there and do its deepest healing work there first. And so it's really important to come with an intention into these sacred ceremonial containers. But you can also trust that if you're meeting the frog halfway, that it's going to meet you the other half of the way. And it's going to give you the healing that your soul is really calling for. And so this can be experienced as heat, energy rising in the body. There's a vasodilator peptide in Cambo. And so this constricts the blood vessels, which is why people experience kind of like a flushing of the skin. Sometimes this can actually be quite euphoric at first. This is one of my favorite parts of the medicine experience because I can really feel the the love and the wisdom of this medicine moving through me and really blessing me with whatever healing I'm needing at that time. And so as you start to feel this medicine rising, your heart actually starts to beat quite fast. And so you get this accelerated heart rate and this is a temporary part of the experience. But what Cambo is also doing is it's a heart opener medicine. And so it's always going towards the heart and it's always dissolving any blocks or veils that we have around our heart, whether that's subconsciously or consciously. And so as you start to feel your heart opening up, sometimes that's when you really feel the love of the frog coming in. And then with this being an energy medicine, you know, energy moves in waves. And so you're kind of like up at the top of this wave and then you'll come back down the wave. And with all of the water in your belly, that's when you really start to feel the urge to purge. And so once you start purging, sometimes right before a person starts purging, a lot of emotions will come up because this medicine also you know, it goes into the cells and it removes physical toxins like environmental toxins, medicines that have been stored in the body that we haven't been able to release and all sorts of things. But it also removes emotional toxins and energetic toxins and even spiritual toxins. And so sometimes people will experience, you know, a wave of an intense emotion or a memory that might come up right before they're about to purge. And this is how the medicine is really helping people release these things that have been buried sometimes for years or maybe even sometimes for their whole life that they've buried down so deep that they haven't been able to release. And I know for myself, like this is where I fell in love with Cambo, not only how it was giving me this beautiful physical healing, but also like helping me get to the root of what was causing 
my physical illness, which was really emotional trauma and emotional blockages. And so this medicine always helps people process trauma when there's a loving intention for that, for that process to take place. Once people have been through their, their waves of purge, sometimes the medicine, you know, also brings in a lot of ancestral healing. And so every time you work with this medicine, it's completely different and it always gives you exactly what you need. And so sometimes guides, power animals, even loved ones that have crossed over, even loved ones that you've never even met before, you know, they, they all sometimes find a way of, of making themselves, themselves known in these beautiful sacred spaces. And then this, this medicine, it carries the wisdom of Mother Earth. This is an earth wisdom medicine. And I often find that people really have these beautiful, profound experiences where they know their connection and their oneness with Mother Earth. And these have all sorts of beautiful consequences in their life, right? They want to take better care of the earth. They want to take better care of their bodies, seeing it as a, seeing it as a temple, and they want to to steward the earth and take care of the land, like knowing that the land that they've inherited that's beautiful is all because the generations that came before us had taken care of it. And so you want to leave that for the people that are here after we're long gone. And so there's ecological, there's lifestyle, there's nutritional, and there's even, you know, socioeconomic impacts that start happening in people after they work with these medicines because they wake you up. And it expands your consciousness in that way, too. You know, I want to ask you about the research that's being done with Cambo. And at the same time, as I'm asking you that, I'm conscious of the fact that any scientific research will probably fail to capture the multidimensionality and the broader impacts that you just mentioned. So that said, is it, you know, hearing all of the benefits you're talking about, it just makes me wonder, why is it not available at every hospital? <laughs> right. Well, the beautiful thing is, is that I actually have a lot of clients that sit with me that are doctors. And I mean, the there are, we're living in a really beautiful time where I think a lot of people that have been through the Western medical system and are trained nurses and doctors, you know, they see the the ways that the Western medical system is great for, for helping people in trauma situations, like the Western medical system is great for responding to trauma, for preventative medicine, and for really getting to the root of what might be causing illness within someone. That's where, you know, it's still, it still hasn't evolved into, into being in, in, that, in that place. And so I have a lot of nurses and a lot of doctors that that see these gaps and they really want to learn how to bridge those gaps in some ways. And so I have medical doctors, holistic doctors, naturopathic practitioners that sit with me and a lot of them send their their patients to me when they have things like Lyme disease or my fibromyalgia or autoimmune diseases or any of these illnesses that kind of get thrown into the wastebasket is what it's called when People are having all of these chronic health issues and the Western medical system doesn't really know exactly what it is or what is causing it. And so they'll give it like a blanket term like fibromyalgia in some way. And so 
the beautiful thing about Cambo is that there actually is a lot of scientific research about Cambo. The peptides in Cambo have been studied for at least the last 35 years, since about the mid-1980s, when it was really brought out of the jungle into Western society by Peter Gorman. And in the U.S. alone, there's over 70 pharmaceutical patents on the peptides in Cambo, and each focusing on a different peptide. And so um, like the dermaseptin peptide, for example, it's anti-cancerous and it's antiviral, and it's also a really powerful antibacterial agent as well. And so there's been a lot of research done on it. And there's a lot of pharmaceutical companies that have these patents on these peptides and you know have developed and are developing different pharmaceuticals that are able to deliver some of the same benefits of the peptides but only in that one peptide. And so the beautiful thing about Cambo is that the intelligence of Mother Earth is that, you know, only nature could create this cocktail of peptides because there's so many peptides in Cambo that just, you know, create, basically they tell your brain and your body to go into a total state of healing. And that is why people feel so empowered and strong and their health starts turning around and they feel this lightness and this ease with life and you're able to get into the flow of life. It opens up the energy channels for people to step into, you know, what everyone is calling flow. But yeah, and the beautiful thing about Mother Nature replicating it in this beautiful cocktail is that, you know, Western medicine and in a lab, you can't synthesize all of these things together. And even, you know, when the Cambo frog was discovered in the jungle, of course, scientists tried to bring these these frogs up into the lab to harvest the medicine and study the frogs, but the frogs would not produce the secretions. So they only produce it when they are in their wild habitat. And so this is their inherent way, again, of protecting themselves from predators, which humans are, <laughs> some may say, the, the most invasive predators on the planet. And so it has this way of protecting itself and... That's incredible. Staying wild. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. So what I want to ask you is two questions in one. It is... How was it for you going from being an interior designer to stepping into being a public figure who offers this consciousness medicine to the world? And alongside that, what impact may Cambo have on one's entrepreneurial journey, maybe through the example of your own? Yeah, those are such great questions. Yeah, I mean, really my journey with leaving the the corporate design world and stepping into my path as a as a shamanic medicine carrier i have to say i mean i know this you know this might sound really simple but it was all about really surrendering to trust and i also truly believe that these medicines working with cambo and also you know working with ayahuasca these medicines really helped guide my path and i had a series of, you know, beautiful encounters with people too that really were mentors on my way before I started really doing a lot of my my deeper work on being on a path to to being a medicine carrier for Cambo when I was just working with Cambo for my own healing. I met this incredible woman who is a 
she's a shamanic practitioner. She's an energy healer, and she has cultivated this beautiful work in her life for the last 40 years. And she became my mentor. And so I started mentoring with her and really learning the path of of the shaman and learning how to manage energy and to work with energy and to perform healings with energy. And that is really kind of what started to open up my world and also my comfort level in being in these spaces with people where, you know, we're working with some really powerful energies. And so my transition leaving the design world, I had already started (laughs) creating these programs and events in the design world. I started hosting meditation circles, sound healing baths, and like really trying to bring consciousness into the interior design community through different leadership programs. Um, Also just seeing like how my fellow people in this industry were experiencing a lot of burnout and wanting to really kind of be that bridge to show them that there are other paths. And so I really tried to make a go of that for a while, um, but Spirit was just really calling me to to step into to working with Cambo. And I had already gone through an intensive training program with the International Association of Cambo Practitioners. And I had been serving Cambo. I had been doing energy healing work with people on the side while I was still working my, my corporate job, you know, eight to six every day. And so I thought that I was going to keep doing those all together for a while. But I mean, being in these really potent healing containers with people and getting to see the transformation that was happening in people's lives so quickly, like it was just fuel for my fire. And I wanted to, to really direct all of my energy towards, really helping to support the collective and the awakening that's happening all across the planet right now and helping people heal their trauma and also teaching them that they have the power to heal their own trauma and them not being at the mercy of, you know, having to go to a healer every time that they need to work through something. That's something that I really like to give my clients is teaching them how to use these energy healing practices on themselves. And so, yeah, after sitting with Cambo, and ayahuasca for some guidance. It was very clear. Both of the medicines gave me an entire, I call it an escape plan for how to leave my interior design career in total integrity. (laughs) And also with like timelines that were in alignment to really propel me forward with the most supportive energies. And by that, I mean, I timed it around the Lionsgate portal And so I really had a lot of intention around when I was going to leave, how I was going to leave, and really making sure that, you know, there were no energy leaks anywhere. And from a shamanic perspective, that is really something that you're always trying to cultivate as you want to be very mindful of where there are any energy leaks in your life. And so I definitely didn't want to leave those, you know, leaving my job and then going into another because it's not supportive energy or of integrity. And so, yeah, when I decided to leave, I just had this full trust in knowing that I had truly been divinely guided, Ksenia. I mean, I was receiving these very clear messages. And then, you know, these medicines, they also started sending me messages of like places that I needed to go, journeys that I needed to take to sacred sites to receive activations and downloads, and then to also, you know, give 
messages and blessings to the earth there and and help move energy in the earth. And so, yeah, I mean, everything just started opening up magically once I, once I really just, you know, stood in my power and not power from a sense of like control or any sort of shadow aspects of power, but really feeling empowered and knowing that, you know, I am a, I am a vessel and a, a fractal of the divine that wants to be expressed in this human form that is the avatar of Rebecca. And so I, you know, I just really trusted like, okay, this is my incarnation plan. This is my journey. And, and I dove into it and it's been like nothing short of magical and full of miracles ever since. Ah, oh, that is so powerful. The power of trust and surrender when we truly let go and trust the signs. Ah, one more place I want to go to before we start wrapping up is what role does the digital realm and social media play in your work and in your own multidimensional experience? Yes. Yeah, I see social media as like this universe, right? It's its own universe. It's its own portal. And when we enter it, it's full of all of these characters and experiences and and also, you know, different levels of consciousness. And so I see in many ways how social media, you know, I called it the the noosphere of social media, meaning that it's like this bridge of information that unifies everyone across the planet, which is so extraordinary. And so my level of engagement with social media and how it plays a role in my life is I really see it as this conscious tool for co-creation and for, you know, magnetizing the tribe that I want to, that, you know, wants to be called in, really, not that I'm even wanting to call them in. It's spirit. But I also, I see it as as this beautiful manifestation tool. And before I took your conscious social media course and I had been really getting more into using social media as a way to to share wisdom about Cambo from an indigenous perspective, from a scientific perspective, and even from a spiritual perspective, I decided to to create a, a retreat at the beginning of 2020. That was all very divinely guided. It was going to be around the 111 portal where there were some really powerful energetic alignments happening that weekend. And I started using social media to really try to, you know, drum up interest and see who was interested in attending this event. And, you know, I really just poured a lot of my heart and intention and the messages that that were being channeled through me. Like I literally felt magic leaving my fingers as I was typing the words into into my phone to post to post uh messages about this event. And it's it's amazing, Ksenia. I mean, within I I planned and executed this uh, this retreat for 40 people within a matter of 5 weeks and it sold out like less than 3 weeks after I had planned it. And it was all through social media. <laughs> and it was incredible. Just to, you know, make it even more expansive for people, how many followers did you have on the accounts that you were promoting it with? Oh, not many at all. Yeah, I'm a perfect example of how you don't really need to have a lot of followers to really have a dedicated tribe that wants to 
that wants to show up and and be a part of your community. I think at that time, maybe I had like 700 followers at the most. Isn't that incredible? It is incredible. But it was a very focused and niched group of people who was aligned with what you were putting out there. And you really tapped into it and you offered an experience that they felt drawn to. So it's so inspiring to hear and it's so exciting to have retreats be available one day soon again. Yes, absolutely. Wow. Rebecca, thank you so much for this tour into Combo for this experience. I feel like I want to go and process what happened because it was a powerful shamanic experience. And for everyone listening, maybe you are sensing some energy shifts as well, or maybe not. Whatever it is for you, Rebecca, one more question I have is, is there anything that I didn't ask you about that you feel called to share? Oh, not at all. This has been such a beautiful conversation with you, Ksenia, and I just love all of the care and thought that you put into this container and also all of the questions that you have. And yeah, I guess the one last thing, you know, that I'd like to share is, you know, recently I've been doing a lot of work with Susie Batiz. She's become one of my mentors. And for anyone that's not familiar with Susie Batiz's work, she's she's an energy wizard. <laughs> she's an energy magician in herself. And I found her through your podcast. I think you interviewed her last summer. And one of the beautiful things about, you know, doing this work with Susie and her Alive OS program is it was kind of a, a shamanic boot camp that I didn't even know that I needed until I was in it. But the beautiful messages that that she shared, and I just wanted to leave this with your listeners, was that, you know, what if we, a lot of people see leaving a legacy of money as something that we want to leave in this world or a legacy of, you know, creating, you know, experiences or or content or products. What if our legacy that we left was leaving good energy and beneficial energy to this planet and also for our descendants? Imagine if our ancestors had left that for us, because so many of us now are doing a lot of ancestral healing. And so I just thought that that was a really beautiful, really wise way to to look at this, this incarnation that we're all in right now, that all of the people that have incarnated to be on the planet at this time, we're all here for a reason. And we're here to to be a part of the conscious evolution of this planet in some way. Everyone plays a different role as everyone is an aspect of the divine. And what if, you know, we're all moving towards seeing our energy as our currency and that the energy that we're giving into this world and the energy that we're leaving behind in this world for all of those that we love and and all of those that we touch through our work like that that could really be our legacy that we leave and so yeah I just wanted to share that anytime I ask if there's anything else you want to share to a guest and they say no I know there's some magic that's about to come through them <laughs> <laughs> yes It's like by saying no, you take off the pressure to say something magnificent and then the magnificence just arises. So (laughs) I love it. (laughs) Thank you for leaving us with this beautiful perspective that energy is a currency and that we can contribute to raising the consciousness of this planet. 
Rebecca, thank you again so much for this conversation, for what you do. And if people have further questions about your work, what is the best way to get in touch with you? Yeah, absolutely. You can find me on Instagram. My Cambo practice is at Cambo Spirit Path, and that's K-A-M-B-O Spirit Path. My website is also CamboSpiritPath.com, and you can also find me on Facebook at Cambo Spirit Path, and then my personal handle on Instagram is Mystic Radiance. And that's where I share a little bit more about uh, Ascension Way Showership and energy healing, and it's not as Cambo-focused, but those are all of the, the different portals that people can connect with me in. Awesome. Thank you so much, Rebecca. Have a magical rest of your week. Thank you. You too, Ksenia. Thank you for creating this month of sharing content about consciousness medicine. It's beautiful, sister. All here for it. This conversation with Rebecca was such a testament of being able to translate consciousness and medicine throughout space and time using these magical digital realms. I really felt like this conversation was a medicine session itself, and I hope you enjoyed listening as much as I enjoyed recording it. After our conversation, Rebecca shared with me a PS note that is extremely important if you're someone who is considering working with Cambo. So here it is. I'm just going to read it to you. This is from Rebecca. It's really important for anyone that feels called to work with this medicine to find a well-trained and experienced Cambo practitioner to facilitate your experience. Cambo is a very powerful medicine that can actually be quite dangerous and harmful for people to receive from someone that has not been well-trained or someone who works with unethically or sustainably sourced medicine. It's also very important for people to know where their practitioner's medicine comes from in order to protect the frogs, the tribes, and yourself from harm. As Cambo is spreading in popularity across the world, for its great healing potential, there are more people, some within and some outside of indigenous communities, that are extracting the medicine from the frogs in harmful ways to sell across the world, which, as you can imagine, is very harmful to the frogs and their ability to survive. The IAKP, International Association of Cambo Practitioners, at iakp.org is a great resource for finding a well-trained Cambo practitioner that can facilitate a safe experience with this medicine that is in integrity with protecting the frogs and tribal people that protect those frogs from harm and handle the medicine with care and reverence. Their medicine is always ethically and sustainably sourced directly from tribal people that practice ethical ways of sourcing the medicine that never harm the frogs. The IAKP is a nonprofit that also supports the tribes that safely and ethically harvest this medicine economically, environmentally, and culturally so that the medicine is safe and is spread to the Western world without harmful colonization effects on indigenous communities and the habitat of the Amazon jungle. The IAKP encourages the safety of Cambo through very thorough practitioner training of the highest integrity to ensure the safety of everyone receiving this medicine so that it can remain legal 
and unscheduled for the benefit of all. Through Rebecca's own research, she found that IAKP is the only Western training organization that directly supports the tribal people that ethically and sustainably source the medicine with the ancient traditions, which is why she did her certification through them to be in integrity with sharing good medicine that also supports the tribes and frogs. As always, everything shared on this podcast is for informational and educational purposes only. Please consult your doctor, your intuition, and your heart before making any decision that might impact your life. I would love to hear what resonated from this episode with you. Please share it on Instagram and tag at Wokenmired so that I can see it and receive all the love and send it right back at you. If you enjoyed the show, please leave a rating and a review on iTunes and share it with a friend who you think could benefit from the message. Find all the show notes and all the resources on WokeAndWired.com and say hello on Instagram. Find me at Woke and Wired. Stay woke, stay wired, and take three deep breaths right now. <laughs>